folks. Welcome to Paths to Restoration, the podcast that explores technology and spirituality and seeks to renew our souls at a time when technology is doing a lot to shape us and form us. Um, I'm the author of the book, Reconnect, Spiritual Restoration from Digital Distraction. And I've got a short podcast today just to do a check-in. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the tension of the complexity of our times lately. I've been working on a newsletter about this and my gosh, it just doesn't, doesn't want to come together. Uh, I feel like it almost becomes like a doomsday, <laughs> doomsday forecast, you know, but we just have a lot of stuff that's just been piling up lately. And I feel like, you know, it's like, what do we need to, to make it through and even thrive a little bit in these complex times where there's so much to, to think about the process. And some of this is my own, my own issues. And maybe you have those issues and maybe you don't, but, um, it feels like right now it's just, there's like so much stuff just kind of compounding, you know, on top of just, you know, the challenge of not having childcare as a, as a parent who works, um, who tries to do some ministry, you know, I, I preach once a month. I, at my church, I'm on the, the vestry, which is like an elder board. Um, you know, I work, I try to work a couple hours each day. I can get three or four hours of work in, uh, on my editing stuff to help pay the bills here. You know, it's just, um, it adds up, but there's just a lot to balance and manage, um, you know, and just having the kind of tumultuous news here in America about politics and things like that. It's just kind of always. Uh, crazy, basically, since the the 2016 election, it just hasn't, you know, there's always some kind of a, a dull roar going on in the background lately to, to manage and how do you, you know, remain aware of what's going on in our world without, um, you know, getting overwhelmed by just all the stuff to process, uh, you know, and, and there's just all kinds of other crises like climate change that kind of are all lingering in the background that kind of pop up in the news from time to time. It's like, oh, another another grim milestone has been reached, you know, with climate change. So, you know, this stuff just adds up and it adds to the complexity. It adds to the amount of stuff we have to process. And for me, at least it feels like it doesn't take a lot to knock me for a loop, you know, a bad night of sleep, um, you know, indulging a little bit too much in the news or indulging too much in social media, whatever. Like, you know, it's just, it's easy to, you know, almost get, uh, you know, overwhelmed to the point that you can't act. And so I, I want to think about, you know, when we have this complex stuff unfolding around us and maybe, maybe it's really bad for you or maybe it's, it's not so bad, but regardless, there's a, a place for simplicity, for simple prayer, for simple spiritual practices that can create that foundation for us that we can return to. You know, and that's the, that's kind of the thing with contemplative practice. It's, you know, Father Keating talks about, you know, we return again and again to our practice. And so, you know, one of the things I'm trying to do is just to return again and again, you know, each morning to silence, to, to be present for God. Um, you know, one of the things I'm talking about with my spiritual director lately has been just making that time even like a little bit more official. Like I have like a little like singing bowl chime thing that I do at the beginning and end. Um, yeah, some people do candles. I might, I might need to get in, get in, get in on that. Um, that sounds pretty good to me. 
just to have something to, to specify that, like, hey, like this is a this is a special moment where I'm going to be attentive. I'm going to uh, have this practice. Like, I don't think that anything dramatically changes because I have a chime or because I have a candle. I think it's more about signaling to my body and to my mind that you know when this when I hear this, when I see this, when I smell this, this is a time for focus and prayer. And you know, any little thing that you can do to trigger that that sensation of, okay, this is a time to focus. This is a time to let go of the things that are on my mind. And gosh, like, you know, when I go to pray lately, it's like a, a waterfall, you know, just like a of stuff comes pouring out of my brain. So there's a lot up there lately. Um, you know, and I've been turning back to some of my books on prayer just to kind of get a handle on some of the practices. I've been looking into like the breathing prayers that uh, Martin Laird talks about in his books. And I felt like, you know, maybe that's not the most helpful thing for me personally for like a 20 or 30 minute session of contemplative prayer. But um, in his book, Contemplative Prayer, this is uh, Thomas Merton, uh, writes about, you know, kind of the simplicity of prayer. And he's writing to monks, but I feel like this is something that anybody could use uh, for their own prayer practice. And he writes about uh, St. Macarius, about how he instructed people to pray. And he said, it is not necessary to use many words. Only stretch out your arms and say, Lord, have pity on me as you desire and as you well know how. And if the enemy presses hard, say, Lord, come to my aid. And Merton continues, in John Cassian's Conferences on Prayer, we see great stress laid by the early monks on simple prayer made up of short phrases drawn from the Psalms or other parts of Scripture. One of the most frequently used was, um, O oh God, come to my aid. I stumbled over that because he had it in Latin first. I'm not going to do Latin here on a podcast. Uh, o oh God, come to my aid. And uh, Merton goes on to talk about you know, other forms of prayer, other ways of, of praying. Uh, and he, he also mentions the practice of keeping the name of Jesus ever present in the ground of one's being was for the ancient monks the secret of the control of thoughts and a victory over temptation. It accompanied all the other activities of the monastic life, imbuing them with prayer. You know, so not not amazingly uh, complex stuff here, right? Lord, come to my aid. Jesus, come to my aid. Um, even just meditating on the name of Jesus. Keeping in mind that Jesus is present. Calling on the name of Jesus. You know, that that speaks to me right now. That's like, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I need to uh, help me in this season to find rest in God alone. Uh, to to center on the name of his of his son, God's son. I don't know where you're at as far as uh, prayer or you know, being overwhelmed. You know, I just know. You know, speaking honestly from where I'm at, it's just been. It feels like there's this pile of stuff to to juggle every day to to balance. You know, you got like just all the stuff to carry, and I need something. Uh, spiritual practice that I can take with me, something that I can 
that can help me center and, and reach out to God in faith. And, and that's been speaking to me, this, that simple, you know, doing some simple breathing to gain some awareness of my body because I'm just caring a lot uh, mentally and, and just, you know, physically it's showing up as well. Uh, but then, you know, taking that, that prayer practice, then, you know, the next step of prayer practice where it's uh, calling on the name of Jesus, like literally just saying the name of Jesus or, you know, Lord, come to my aid or Jesus, come to my aid. Um, you know, that's, that spoke to me uh, lately, you know, just the, the simplicity of that when you know, everything else is so uh, complex and, you know, we just don't know how to solve all these big problems. We don't know how to deal with extremism in America. We don't know how to deal with uh, misinformation. We don't know how to deal with uh, climate change or bad faith people in government, um, you know, who are just looking out for the wealthy, like, you know, like, you know, we don't, we don't know how to deal with, um, you know, racism, like, you know, these are all complex problems. And so to have something that's simple and grounding and, uh, places our focus and our faith in the right place, uh, at a time with so much uncertainty, with so much going on, um, that's, that's how I need to start my day. I mean, I feel like that's how I need to just live my day. And. Uh, it's it's a process, and I, th I feel like maybe we we modify our spirituality depending on the the season or what's going on. Uh, but that's that's what speaks to me right now, and I, I trust that maybe there will be something different that'll speak to you, and and maybe just hearing me talk about my practice and my thought uh, will will help you explore your own path and figure out you know what kinds of prayers speak to me in this season, and, and how is how is God meeting me right now? So. Uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, we will be uh, recording again next week. Uh, Lent is coming up. <clears throat> if you uh, need something to kind of go through for Lent, uh, I will work on getting a few ideas down. You know, there's obviously that new book, 3,000 Miles to Jesus, about pilgrimages. That would be a great book. Um, my friend Heather Cleary has a book called uh, Word Made Art. That's kind of like a artistic journey with the Bible. Um, you know, a friend of mine was like, yeah, she's the one who like has you like chop up your Bible. It's great. Uh, so <laughs> it's a, it's an artistic uh, approach to the Bible. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll have some things to, to talk about, you know, about Lent. Uh, I'm hoping to have some uh, deals going on for my books as well to give people some, just some grounding and spiritual practices uh, in, in the season of Lent, I think it's Lent's a great time to uh, to think about preparation and and kind of entering in a season of maybe exper experimentation and, and even renewal. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.